This is Harold of All Ages RPG, the role-playing podcast for gamers of all ages. This is a special episode. In podcasting specifically, but also just gaming in general, there's a strong desire to recognize and celebrate diversity in our hobby. That tabletop gaming is more than just a bunch of white guys getting drunk and playing D&D together. It was in this spirit that I talked to my friend Kyle of the Tavern Tales podcasts back in the summer of 2018. We thought it'd be great if it we could have a game that showcased our daughters in particular. They're great gamers, and an all-girls game is something that we'd never seen or heard. So we reached out to all the groups I've mentioned on this podcast in the past as our inspiration for All Ages RPG. They're all family-friendly podcasts with girls. Happily, they were all interested, and my daughter was thrilled at the prospect of playing with all these other girls. Like me, my daughter Lucia listens to all of these podcasts, and so the girls in these podcasts and the characters they play are like celebrities to us. But, as you can imagine, it took us a while to organize such a diverse group into a time that could work for everybody, what with busy school, work, holiday schedules. So it was that we recorded this special crossover event episode on the 30th of December 2018. We broadcast it as a Twitch stream on the Steel Empire feed. We each recorded the audio and Kyle of the Tavern Tales podcast valiantly edited all the diverse audio files into the episode you're about to hear. For this game, we decided to play D&D again so that the girls could use the characters that our listeners know. Playing in this D&D game, we had Lucia from All Ages RPG, Kendall from Alice in Underland, Birdie and Sam from Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters, Robin from Tavern Tales Jr., and Amara from A Quest for Magic and Steel as the Dungeon Master. We hope you enjoyed this episode. They certainly enjoyed playing it. Hello, everyone. I'm part of the Steel Empire. You know me. My name is Amara Steele. That's S-T-E-E-L-E. Don't forget the last E for epic. I am here to DM a daughter's podcast, right? I don't know what we'll call it. We'll we'll come up with a name. Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters is here. All Ages Podcast is here. Alice Underland is here. And... Tavern Tales Jr. Tavern Tales Jr. All right, so we're all here. Uh, we're going to be doing a one-shot together. I hope you guys like my DMing style. And uh, here we go. Yay, woohoo! Everyone's hyped. Cool. Let's start off and uh, introduce ourselves. Let's go with Lucia from All Ages RPG. Why don't you start us off? I am Lucia from the All Ages RPG podcast, which is exactly what it sounds like. And I play Delmirev Para, the golden dragonborn swashbuckler, a.k.a. Rogue. Awesome. Next will be 
Robin. Hi, I'm Robin. I play Sasha Kiki in On Tavern Tales Jr., a bi-weekly podcast for kids. I also DM Order of the D on Tavern Tales. Sasha is a sassy and spunky cyan wizard tabaxi with her snake familiar Slither by her side. Sasha's ready for anything, especially opportunities to be sarcastic. All right, I'm ready for that too. All right, next we have Kendall or Allison. Um, my name is Kendall Rollinson. I play Allison Underland in the Nerdsmith Network podcast, Allison Underland PI. I also do voices for other Nerdsmith shows like Gooey the Unpure Unicorn. I do this because she acts really pure as well. On Wand Radio, Allison is normally the expert class in the Monsters of the Week system. Since finding herself here, she's become a college of a sword bard with her trusty weapon, Snickersnack, which is her sword. Awesome. I like that sword name, Snickersnack. That's cool. <laughs> it is a reference to Allison Wonderland poem. Oh, nice. All right. And next we have the two sisters, Birdie and Samantha. My name is Sam, and I play Mimi, the elf druid in Dungeons and & Dragons and & Daughters. Mimi is very fun, silly, and she is the leader of Galaxy, and then Galaxy is the leader of Dave. And Mimi's fly is that she has a weird addiction of being a bunny. Oh. Hi, my name is Birdie. I play Galaxy and Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters. Galaxy is an elf who is also a wizard. Great. So everyone is introduced to your characters, and they all have great personalities. This is going to be a lot of fun. First, I'll start off in explaining a little bit of where you guys are. Now, uh, your characters are not in their normal planes of existence. They, they're not with the normal people that they hang out with or their party members. We'll say this is kind of a dream within a dream, okay? So your characters themselves are kind of dreaming, but maybe they're not. Maybe this actually is in their realm of existence. You all as characters know one of my characters, our NPCs, her name is Rosie, and she has invited you to a sleepover. So Rosie is a human. She is about 16 years old, and she has a younger brother, and she lives in a mansion with her mother, a nanny, and her butler. So when you all first start out, you kind of get to the mansion at the same time, and it's a big mansion. There's uh, ivy growing on the sides. It is a little bit later, so the sun is down. Night has come upon us. So it's dark, the stars are out, and you guys have your bedrolls and whatever else you wanted to bring. If you had a bunny suit on, uh, Mimi, right? Mimi likes to be a bunny? Yeah. <laughs> if you have a bunny suit or like a bunny that you carry with you, you have that. Uh, whatever you like to sleep with, you made sure you brought it with you. And you go up to this mansion. It almost looks as if people may not live there. But there is a fire in the uh, main door. So someone must be there. Uh, the front door is a uh, big wooden two wooden doors in the front, and uh, there are steps going up to the front doors. So you all walk up to the front doors at the same time. There is uh, two knockers on both 
doors and uh, it's silent right now. So does anyone want to do anything or? I will knock on the door. All right. So Mimi bounces up to the door, right? And takes a knock. Do you knock it really hard or do you do a night light little musical knock? Well, um, I do a calm knock, but it's also loud enough that if someone was inside, they would hear it. Okay. So a nice little knock, knock, knock. Anyone home? It takes a minute and nothing happens. Now I want you all to roll a perception. So take a d20 and roll a perception. 22. 16. I got a 23. I got 22. Oh, wow. All right. Because you're rolling high. 19. 21. All right. So everyone rolled above a 16. As you're trying to listen to sounds coming from inside the mansion, you hear creaks of wood, almost as if someone is walking along a floor. And you also hear the sound of um, a wooden shutter being closed. And you all rolled high enough so you notice that one of the third story windows has uh, old wooden shutters on it. And they are just at the little bit that you see it close. So it was open just enough, but you didn't see anything inside of it. And then after a couple of seconds of noticing that and hearing the wood creak uh, inside, the door slowly opens. And not just one, both doors open. And in standing before you is a tall, older elf man. He has barely any hair on the top of his head, uh, but a little bit of hair going on his chin. And he's kind of hunched over with his hands behind his back. And he squints down at you five and just, What can I help you with? Excuse me. We're here for a sleepover. Oh, yes. You must be Rosie's friends. I wouldn't really say that, but okay. (laughs) Well, okay, I guess. You were invited by Rosie, were you not? Yes, Yes. we were. Hmm. He takes a second to stare at each of you individually. One, two, three, four, five. Next person's there. One, two, three, four, five. So each individual, you see his face. It's very old and wrinkly. I mean, you guys as elves, uh, some of you are elves, know that he is not young at all. He must be ancient. Uh, You're surprised that he's still walking around. And after he uh, takes a look at you all, he slowly moves himself to turn around and starts walking inside the mansion. And he lifts the arm up. Come, come, follow me. Oh, okay, we'll follow you. We follow. This situation doesn't seem suspicious at all. Let's go. It's going to be all fine. It's totally welcoming and totally not very creepy. Also, excuse me, sir. Um, staring is rude. Can you, like, not do that? He looks back at you and stares again. But he <laughs> actually has to lift an arm up and rub his eyes a little bit and takes big open blinks and then squints again and then turns around and continues to walk. You guys, I have a funny feeling about this person. He seems really strange. I wonder who he is. Maybe the butler? Probably. 
<laughs> Excuse me, sir. Who are you? Ah, uh, I did not say. My name is Alavron, and I am the butler of Miss Rosie and her mother, Ineth. I have been in this house with them longer than they have been here. I will take you to Rosie. Now, as you guys walk inside, the doors close, and actually kind of heavy sound, they close. But when you're inside, it actually looks really nice. It's very clean. There's steps actually leading up to the second floor, and there's a couple hallways. There's a nice front room that has some furniture that looks like you would want to sit on it, basically. Can I sit on it? Uh, yeah, you can, but Alvron is walking in a direction down a hallway. The it might not be the best idea. I think we should follow him. Oh, God. Are you guys still following him? Yeah. Yep. I would follow him. I don't trust him. <laughs> Me either. No. Does anybody trust him? No, he he acts like, no. a, like a killer from like a horror movie. I trust yeah, him 100%. Yes, this is the voice I gave Tara. Totally, yeah, totally. I, is that sarcasm or no? I too, right? I mean, it's an old creepy guy in a creepy mansion. Who wouldn't trust him? I know. <laughs> Same people. <laughs> He's not very same. trustworthy. He's totally not going to turn around to just stab you. I'm being, I'm trying to get him to think that I actually am. I do not trust this guy. Where is Rosie's room? So Rosie's room, uh, you guys actually know a little bit more than you right now know is Rosie. Uh, Rosie is a nice girl that you normally hang out with in your dreams. Uh, you always play a lot. You go to the parks. And uh, she has talked about her house before. Uh, she said a little bit about her brother. She has a younger brother and a mother that she lives with. Is she an imaginary friend? A little bit. Like in her dreams? A little bit. Or is she actually real? Well, right now she's real. But as your characters that you're playing, because you play them in other games, it's their imagination. It's, it's like in their dreams. Okay. So for example, Allison... She's she's in a lot of campaigns, so this is just part of a dream that she's always had. So, so we all have the same dream. Yeah, yeah. So that's how you're all meeting. Okay. Ooh, for a second there, I thought we'd all undergone mitosis. <laughs> oh my gosh. You know that Rosie has lived here for a while, and she has a younger brother and her mother that she lives with, as well as her nanny and her butler. And uh, she does have a nice uh, big room on the first floor uh, that she lives in. She, she's got her bed in there. She's got her toys. She's got nice makeup set. and She's got it all in this one room for herself. Uh, how old is Rosie? She's about 16. Oh, so she's the same age as Allison. Okay. Can I roll an insight check about this place? Because this sure. place seems really shady. Can I roll it in investigation? That's a four. So a four for insight. And Sam, you want to roll an investigation? Yes. What are you going to investigate? Her bed. 
Alvron led you guys into Rosie's room. She wasn't in there. Para, is that how you pronounce yes, her? Yes, Para. Peta looks around uh, the room, just taking in the uh, thoughts of what it looked like outside the mansion and now inside. And she believes that this is one of the nicest mansions she's actually been in uh, compared to it actually being kind of scary outside. Now, Sam, Mimi, once everyone goes into the bedroom, uh, she notices that Rosie isn't in here. You go right to the bed, and as you look on the bed, it's a very comfortable bed, and it's actually a really big bed. It's a kind of a king-size bed. There's a nice purple comforter on it with a bunch of pillows, and there's a lot of stuffed animals. There's some bunnies, there's some teddy bears, there's some frogs, and there's just a whole bunch of stuffed animals there. And it has a kind of like a canopy shawl on it uh, so that you can block out uh, mosquitoes or whatnot that comes on it but it is a very well sturdy made bed and nothing else looks wrong about it okay okay so uh alvron he is hunched again with his hands behind his back still that's how he's been walking the entire time and he hasn't changed his posture at all as he leads you into the room he still has the door open he's in the doorway and he looks inside bows his head and says Rosie should be here soon. And he slowly closes the door. I stop him from closing the door. Okay. He... What? I'm claustrophobic. I don't like being in closed rooms. Oh, oh, sorry. It's a very big room. So could you... But he he pushes the door back open, and he just bows and nods his head again, and then slowly turns away and starts walking away. Sasha walks back to the group and is like, Well... I stopped him from closing that door because, I don't know, what if he closed that door and then we all started drowning in poison? Or he locks them or stuck. Wait, has the group introduced themselves to the other people in here? Maybe not. Have you guys I kind of feel like we've met like once ish before. Like maybe on the way there, since she's uh, since um oh uh, yeah she did say that yeah. everyone did arrive at the same time. So would they yeah like introduce themselves? Like, oh, yes. are you here for the party? Oh, yeah. Yep, so you guys all Kind came. of casual, awkward introductions. Yeah, to the front of the mansion, you're like, oh, wait, there's more people. It's not just me. Good, I didn't want to be alone, <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> With so. this creepy lady who sees me in my dreams. <laughs> so you, bo- you all have that connection together of being in a place that you're normally not used to being in. But there are still some things uh, similar um, or familiar to you that are allowing you to still like be slightly at ease in your dream. To me, it seems weird that if we didn't know each other, Rosie invited all of us. That's like every birthday party ever. Right. Yeah, yeah true. Like, so, I mean... Like we never met, so it's kind of odd. Right, you guys never met, but all of you individually know Rosie. That's yeah. as a that's in well, quotes, everybody. When, when me and Galaxy know each other because we're like cousins. Some of you individually know each other. Sure. Nope. No? Maybe? <laughs> Just that. Well, yeah, so like right, Mimi and Galaxy know each other because they've had other campaigns and, and whatnot together. Uh, but the other characters might not know each other. So it's like 
we're all meeting each other for the first time, right? So I, we've kind of talked through parents and other things, but hey, this is still pretty cool. It's kind of like we're having our own sleepover in uh, audio land. Sam, your character Mimi was closest to the bed, right? Yeah. I need you to roll a perception check. Okay. Wow, a natural one. Oh, crit fail. Awesome, Sam. I totally tried. So you got a nat one? While stuff is happening, I wanted to say, Sasha has recently leveled up to level six as a wizard, so she has divination as one of her things. I've already rolled these divination dies. Okay. So I can replace one of my rolls with it. Oh, perfect. Sure, yeah. Make sure to remember those if you roll and you don't like it. You can use them. I have them right in front of me. Perfect. So, I'm good. So, <laughs> I just thought I would mention it, and if it was, like, cheating, I wanted to know. No, you're good. I'm pretty, pretty lax DM. So, Sam, you rolled... A natural one. Oh, okay. After you had investigated the bed, it actually looked so comfortable, and you loved all the little stuffed animals and the bunnies and the uh, teddy bears on there that you just laid down on it face down and cuddled into the stuffed animals and now you're just like hmm, humming to yourself in uh in a little la la land you're almost ready to take a nap it actually sounds like you <laughs> so that's what you're doing um <laughs> but as she's doing that there's actually a sound coming from the other side of the bed uh as if something might be like moving but she was the only one that would have heard it because she was closest to the bed. So Add now you, something. you four are still in the room. Uh, do you want to look around uh, while you're waiting for Rosie? I guess five people. Right. Sam. Sam's laying on the bed. Sorry. Sam's laying on the bed, or Mimi's laying on the bed, and the other four are standing up in the middle of the room. I'm going to check for traps. Okay. So you probably go towards the doors and the windows to check for traps, right? If you want to roll for that, either investigation. Actually, is that weird shutter window in this room? You look to the windows and it is not. The window that is in your room is actually on the first floor. Ah. I got an 18 for the traps. Okay. You look around and you don't see any traps. Now, what is your character again? Uh, Dragonborn. Dragonborn Rogue. Okay. Broke. Yep, and you're really good with traps. You do not see any traps, except there is a um, some type of symbol that might have been painted or um, kind of like finger brushed on one of the windows, but it's not doing anything to it from what you can see uh, looking for trap-wise. I go to the bottom of the bed and look at it. Guys, there's this weird... Symbol thingy over here. Can one of the magicy people check this out? All right. <laughs> Is it their language on the symbol? So it's uh, just a weird symbol, and it's actually a uh, dwarvish symbol. Is anybody a dwarf in here? Can I go look at yes. the end of the bed because I heard a noise? Oh. Well, you didn't hear the noise. You are cuddled up in those stuffed animals. Unfortunately. Well, can I look at the end of the bed? <laughs> sure, you could roll around if you want to. So Sam rolls around a little bit, and she looks to the end of the bed. And 
I said the bottom of the bed. Oh. Like at the edge of okay. the bed. Mimi goes to the edge of the bed and looks down and sees what uh, one of the stuffed animals had fallen. And it's a, a bear, like a small stuffed bear. It's uh, red and black, and it has a night, like a red nose, a red belly, red ears inside, but the outside's black. And uh, it actually moves. You don't see the bottom half, so you don't see the foot part. Uh, but as you look down uh, onto the floor, it moves underneath the bed. Guys, there's like a live creature. I think it's a stuffed animal. Allison? I was trying to look at um, what la- languages Allison spoke since it's been a while since I've looked at these, since we don't use D&D, we use Monsters of the Week. And I, it says languages, um, it says Dwarvish. Can I try to do an investigation check on it? Since yeah, she sure. Since Dwarvish. Yep, you can do that. Investigation would be, I'm sorry, what it, um, would it be... I think it's intelligence. Thank you. Eleven. Okay, so it's been a while since you've uh, read any dwarvish runes or dwarvish symbols. Uh, But you discern that it's actually some type of protection um, rune. Something that may be like a sleep well uh, dream catcher kind of thing. But you're not, you can't depict exactly what the word means. But you have a feeling that it's like a protection word. What color is it? It is a bluish color, um, but it's okay. it, it it's not that it's glowing, but because the moon is out and it's dark outside, it does have a slight see-through-ish to it. Hey guys, I think I somewhat know what the symbol means. Like not exactly what it means, but around the really? area. It's a protection for Sleeping? Why would they have a protection for sleeping? Uh, to keep nightmares away or something? I don't know, maybe there's some kind of sleeping monster that lives underneath the mansion. Oh, I saw a stiff animal that kept moving and it went under the bed. Maybe that has something to do with it? Wait, what? Why doesn't she have a dream catcher? So Mimi saw a bear, a stuffed bear, move underneath the bed. There it goes. And she just uh, told everyone... So what are you guys going to do? Let's go look under the bed. I don't think that's the greatest idea. So Petta doesn't care. She goes right underneath and looks straight under the bed, right? Yeah. (laughs) So Petta looks and she sees a small boy clutching the bear, looking up with wide eyes and kind of like a guilty look like, oh no, I've been found out. He squeaks and goes, oh. And he just kind of curls into himself, acting like he's still hidden. Hello, are you Rosie's brother? Uh, yeah. Why are you under the Where bed? is Rosie? I felt left out. Well, do you know where... She said I couldn't come to the sleepover, so, so I hid in here because I wanted to be part of the gang. Uh... One that's creepy. Stalker. Now, as you look closer to him, uh, being under the bed, uh, it is a small human boy, and he's about nine. Can I go look in the hallway? Yeah. So Sam gets off the bed and goes to the doorway that is still open, and she looks down the hall. She looks right, which is the way that you came from. I don't see anything down there. And then you look to your left, 
And down the hall on the left side is actually a uh, dwarven lady rushing over towards you and another human female that you recognize. It is Rosie. Rosie, where have you been? Seriously! Oh, I know, I know, I'm so sorry. I hope Alvron showed you to my room okay. He's creepy. I, I know, he's really old. Did you know your brother was under your bed? My brother? Narder? Get out from under my bed! She rushes inside with her hands on her hips and goes straight to her bed, lifts up the cushion a little bit and reaches underneath with one arm and pulls his leg out. So he slides out from underneath with the teddy bear in hand, looking up at her with puppy dog eyes. I I just wanted to be in here and, and have fun with you. Narder, I told you no. Go to your room. Oh, man. So he gets up and starts leaving the doorway where the dwarvish woman is standing. Oh, man. This is Rosie again. I'm so sorry, guys. I, I hope everything else turns out okay tonight. Do you like my room? I know it's been a while since I've seen you. It's very nice. Yeah. Your bed's comfy. It's good. Though I find that I may have left some cat hair. That's okay. We love cats. Okay. Um, hey Rosie, what's that symbol on your mirror mean? Yeah. The symbol? Yeah, it was on her window. Uh, oh, window. She goes over to the window and looks at it. Oh, that? That's just a little protection symbol that my Nana wrote on the window. Didn't you? Now the, uh, she looks towards the dwarvish woman that is still standing in the doorway. She is a short, stout, dwarven woman that has a really big, dark brown uh, beard that has braids all in it, and her hair is curled and and also braided slightly in in an intricate fashion. And she's wearing um, a uh, dress that actually looks very nice with uh, a couple little necklaces and and bracelets on her nothing too fancy but she just nods and oh yes i made that symbol on the window just for you because i wish all the protection for you rosie goes up to the door says, okay just get my brother out so that i can start my sleepover party please and uh the dwarf rundira Rundira takes the younger brother, uh, Narder, and takes him out of the room. And she goes to close the door uh, as she leaves. Wait! I'll leave you. Wait, don't close the door. Oh, I'm sorry. She keeps the door open. I leave you to have fun. And she goes down the hallway that she came from. Rosie jumps up on her bed and just kind of does a starfish. Oh, man, I'm so glad that you guys came. Same here. I kind of came uninvited. Uninvited? Well, no, I mean, you all got I didn't my really invite. have a choice. I was asleep, and now I'm here. True, true. But we always have so much fun together. But we don't know each other. Right, you don't know each other. But I know all of you, and I was just hoping that, I don't know, we could all get together in a really cool girls' night and have fun. Hey. Sure. Let's get this party started. <laughs> I'm not usually invited to these, so sure. I don't know how these work. Oh, well, that's why I wanted to do it. So let's get started. And she goes under her bed and she grabs out a uh, box 
And she pulls the box and puts it on her bed and opens it up. And it's a bunch of really nice looking cookies and chocolates. I took these from the kitchen earlier. I hope we could snack on them. I stuff one in my mouth. <laughs> Sasha refrains from eating anything and sits in the corner and glares at random people. And just, no, not other. <laughs> she just glares at Rosie like, I don't know why I'm here. I haven't seen you in like five months. Why are you what? I pull out some very old Oreos I have that's totally real. And I ask anyone if anybody <laughs> wants to have some Oreos. Five month old Oreos. Oh, yeah. Rosie would like some Oreos. Wait, wait a minute. How long have you had those Oreos in your pocket? Six years. Mm, I think I'll pass. <laughs> well, I'll take one so I have an excuse not to go to school. <laughs> so you want to get sick? Exactly, so I don't have to go to school. Oh, that's not I'm good. I'm joking. <laughs> Well, guess all for me? Yeah. So you guys all sit down, or not like Sasha, who's sitting in a <laughs> corner somewhere glaring. <laughs> uh, Sasha, question as uh, the DM for your character. Do you like to be scratched behind the ears? She, like, she'll purr for a second if that happens, and then she'll start hissing at you. Okay. Because she's so, like my cats. What do you mean? <laughs> she's like, she'll get surprised and be like, oh, yes, this is nice. But if she doesn't trust you, she'll absolutely start hissing. Like, <sighs> okay. Do you trust me? Rosie knows this, so she just scurries over there just real quick and then tickles you behind the ears a little bit and then goes back to the bed. And just a little quick as like a friendly. And Sasha just kind of more intensely glares. <laughs> He's touching the child. So you guys are all sitting on the bed beside Sasha talking and discussing and, and having a good time so far. Now, Rosie, as, as you guys are discussing, actually starts to get really quiet and she doesn't say some things for a little bit as she's just kind of playing with the hem of her shirt. Hey, Rosie, are you okay? Huh? Oh, yeah, I'm okay. Okay. But there was another reason I brought you all here. What? Finally, and Sasha just goes and sits next to everyone on the bed. Drama! <laughs> okay, now Sasha's joined the bed. <laughs> <laughs> now we're down to business. <laughs> Sasha has joined your party. New party member. So new skill acquired. <laughs> okay, so what what else did you bring us here for? Well, I I've been having this weird urge to go in the basement, and uh, I know I shouldn't be down there because that's my father's place. But he did disappear two years ago, and I can't imagine going down there. I just, I felt like I needed people to talk to, and I thought maybe if I got you all here, then it would ease my mind and stop me thinking about going down there. Well, maybe we can all You go. should totally not go down there at all. You should totally not go down there at all. So you want to go down? <laughs> I'll go to sleep. It's probably getting late. But I have a question for uh, Rosie. Well, why can't you go in the basement? Well, ever since I was little, 
my dad always worked down there night and day. And at times where I try to go down there, he would always yell at me and tell me that I wasn't allowed down. So he'd move me and my mother always made sure that I stayed away. I have an idea. Instead of you just going down here, let's all go down here. Since I know how to fight and I'm guessing by most of every, everyone here probably knows how to fight yeah. as well. Or some sort of... I don't... So you're saying that I should face my fears? Mm. Well, I, mean, I don't yeah. think so. We can back you up. Why are we here if we're not going to do some bad... I think we should all go to sleep. I love you. And then we'll forget about it. Okay, it is late at night. Say it's probably around midnight right now. Let's go in 1 a.m. No, let's go at 3 a.m. in the morning. Ah, oh, happy New Year's. Yes, happy New Year's. Let's go when Rosie's asleep. Oh, no. <laughs> Call back to that old thing. <laughs> oh, gosh. Why have you done this? Rosie goes into a closet that's somewhere in her room and pulls out a couple more comfier-looking blankets and pillows uh, for you guys to all kind of either lay on the floor if you'd like or lay in a like a little spot on the bed because it's um, it's very big. And you all go to sleep. Now, I'm assuming that at least one of you is up at first. I'm an early bird. I think Kendall... And then it was me. Raised her hand first, and then Sam, and then Birdie. So then the last two, I guess, would be Robin and Lucia that we're kind of doing like a uh, night watch order. Okay. Sasha just likes to sleep because if you don't know a thing about like cat people is that they like sleep 18 hours of the day. All right. So Sasha is just like... It is late. Yeah, no. Good night. So she goes to sleep and doesn't wake up unless she's woke up. Wake up, Sasha. No. (laughs) Kendall is the first one (laughs) to stay awake as everyone kind of tuckers into their little place wherever they're sleeping. Kendall, I would like you to roll a perception check. Um, Perception is um, wisdom. Thank you. Wow, five. Not bad. Okay, nothing happens while you are up. So you're starting to feel tired, so you actually kind of like nudge at Mimi, and Mimi gets up for a little bit. (gasps) What happened? You go to sleep, and Mimi, now I'd like you to roll a perception. I got... A 19. Oh, nice. So as you're laying down, the door is still open. You hear or kind of slightly feel a rumbling that may have happened. If, say, if you're like in a house and a train goes Mm. close by or a, a car that's driving really fast goes by, it kind of rumbles the house a little bit. That's what you feel, but it's, it's not loud. It kind of feels like a vibration in the ground. And you see the rune that was on the window, the protection rune that was made. It starts to faintly glow, and that's what you notice. But you don't hear anything else. And if you want to roll an insight, you can. I'll do that. 19 again. Okay. From the sound and the protection rune and not hearing anything else, it doesn't seem like there is anything bad that happened right now. And it doesn't seem like anything else, any other bad things are going to happen. Next, you kind of nudge at Galaxy so that she can kind of take a watch so you can go to sleep. Galaxy, roll for perception. 16. All right. You're both elves. Are both your characters elves? Yeah. Okay. 
So it's getting closer to the morning now at this time. And Galaxy, you've almost had your full like meditation kind of stuff. So you're well rested. You hear a loud slam of a door. And then you hear a scream. Uh, it kind of, it's, it's a high-pitched scream. I'm not, I don't want to do it like, but uh, it's, it's like a high-pitched scream. Oh, there we go. That would have come from possibly like a young person or like a, a female. Or it could be Rosie's brother, which is maybe young. Or it could be. So you hear that and uh, it startles you. Galaxy, that's what you hear. Are you going to do anything? Try and wake anyone up? I'm going to nudge someone else to wake up. So as you go to nudge other people to wake up, you're nudging and trying to talk to them to get up. Like, hey, hey, get up. I heard something. Starts to wake others up. Five more minutes. I don't have school to like two more hours. (laughs) Oh, wait, it's summertime. What's up? So, Galaxy, do you want to explain what you heard to the other people? I heard this really high-pitched noise scream from like a... And a bang. Girl, I would say. But I can't tell what it is, and I'm a little freaked out. Wait, is Rosie here? Rosie is here. She wakes up, scratches at her eyes. Oh, it's so early. Why are we waking up? I heard a scream. A scream? Does your brother have a high-pitched scream? Yeah. There might be something wrong with I think Galaxy's trying to say that she heard a scream and it sounded very high-pitched. Did you tell, like, what floor, or since it is a manor? Is there anything else you heard? I just heard that. Did you hear, like, a door, floor steps, or anything? I don't think so. You heard some type of slam and a loud pitch scream. I also heard a slam. Really? Is there, like, a noise of, like, what someone could slam or anything? Could be a door, I guess. Or the shutters. Or maybe the basement door. Uh... Rosie actually starts to look a little pale. Did did it sound kind of like a metal door? Now, if you want to roll an insight, see if you can remember back to the sound. Sasha's just snoring away. Oh, 20. <laughs> a natural 20. Does not stir. Nice. She sleeps through everything. With the uh, sound that you heard earlier, you start to think back to it, and it actually did sound like a loud, heavy metal door. It did kind of sound metal. She actually looks super pale and passes out for a second. So, like, she lays back down to where she was laying. Is something wrong, Rosie? She passed out. Sasha, like, stirs from where she was because she was, like, curled up at the end of the bed in, like, a cat position, like, near Rosie's feet. Yeah, so Rosie kind of, like, kicked her a little bit by accident. She stirs and is like, why is everyone up? Horror movie logic just happened. (laughs) Okay, Sasha just sits up and is like, well, at least something good's gonna happen. (sighs) What's a horror movie? (laughs) Uh, don't worry about it. Horror novel. (laughs) Oh, yeah, that that makes more sense. Okay. Um, Rosie. Is something wrong with a metal door and a high-pitched screen that sounds like your brother? So Rosie starts to stir, and she she wakes up again and is breathing heavily. (sighs) The door to the basement, it's metal, and some nights it it slams open and closed, and I don't know what to do anymore. She starts crying. 
I think it's time to go down there. Time to bust the door open. I can break the door open. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go. I like wrestling axe beaks. I can break a door open. Ooh. Or could I actually finally use Mage Hand for other good thing? So you guys gather up whatever supplies you want or you had, or if you put your weapons down, you grab those, and you get ready. I bring my unicorn butt backpack. I just bring my materials. Allison grabs Snickersnack, her sword, her dagger, and um, makes sure that she knows all her spells just in case. I bring my wand and my unicorn butt backpack. A unicorn butt backpack? What is happening? It's my type of backpack with the unicorn's butt on it. <laughs> That's so cute. I want it. <laughs> so everyone has all their stuff. Now Rosie goes and uh, actually grabs some type of quarterstaff that she had in her closet. And she straightens up and faces the door, looks at all of you guys, and individually looks at all of your eyes and just says, Thank you all for being here. If you weren't here, I don't think I'd have the strength to do this. That's going to be kind of hard to look into Pira's eyes because they're kind of on the side of her head. <laughs> oh. You just like look at one at a time. <laughs> or just one of them. She looks in your direction so that you're aware that she's um, focusing her attention on you. Someone should try to keep an eye out for the butler if he tries to stop us. Someone should stay in the back. The, the creepy butler. Yeah. If we see the butler and he tries to stop him, I'm punching him in the face. So you guys are kind of like going to stack up in the hallway with maybe one in the front, two at the center, like looking to the front sides or in doorways, and then two in the back, walking backwards. <laughs> it's like a choo-choo train. Kind of like that, well. Kind of, yeah. Follow the leader. I'll be in the front. So Rosie also takes up point because she knows exactly where the door is. There we go. Sorry, my cat was meowing, if you heard that. It was Sasha. <laughs> yeah, it was Wait, Sasha. no. Yeah. <laughs> it was Sasha. Rosie leads you through some hallways. You pass a kitchen. You actually go in through the kitchen. It's quiet. It doesn't look like anyone was making anything this early. Uh, it's still slightly dark out outside. There are steps that lead upstairs around like one of the corners in a different hallway in the kitchen. And then there is a big door down another hallway that leads off of the kitchen. That is a metal door. When we knocked on the door earlier, I think all the characters heard this since it was more than a certain role you said. We heard people walking and it was like the floor creaking. Yes. Shouldn't we try to, like, walk quietly since it's an old house and it could... So if you guys want to roll stealth... Time to try out my rolls, stealth Please modifier. do. If I can find my stealth... Oh, there you go. I'm not very good at stealth. <laughs> Noise. Nice. Regular. I got a natural 20. A natural Dang. 20 also. On my podcast, whenever we roll a natural 20, we, like, shout something. So would you guys like to shout something? Sure. Chicken hot dog. Chicken hot dog? It could be something random. <laughs> or it could be like gals D&D or something. I don't know. Unicorn book backpack. <laughs> Anything. Yeah, let's think of a cool word. Anything. Chicken hot dog. <laughs> something cool. <laughs> Anything. <laughs> what I got was a 11. 18 okay. modified. I rolled a 9. I like that. How about we yell... 
the power of friendship. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so if you roll a natural 20, you will yell, the power of friendship. But what if the we power would, of we friendship. Two natural 20s. Friendship. Two. Oh. So then you got to yell, I have the power of friendship. I have the power of friendship. I also have the I power have the of friendship. Power of friendship. Wait, we're gonna wake everybody up. What are we doing? I have the power of grace, though. Yes, exactly. Everybody yells the same thing. So, and natural ones don't really have anything. They just kind of have consequences for being terrible at rolling dice. <laughs> just put your thumbs down. Well, it's not terrible at rolling dice. It's just unfortunate that the dice gods didn't want you to roll a natural one. One time we rolled a natural one, and even though we're in the middle of a plane, this fruit fell from the sky. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've done that before where I've, like, dropped carts and... Yeah. I always roll better when I'm fighting. <laughs> and that's when you slice it in the air. So we have two people that have the power of friendship. Nice. You, like, almost disappear in the hallway. You're, you're like, gliding on your feet. Now, we had a 11 and a 15. 18. Uh, 18. Oh, 18. And then what did you roll, Sasha? 19. I got a 12 plus 7. Nice. Good. Everyone is actually pretty stealthy. <laughs> but as you get through the kitchen, oh, no. Allison actually bangs into one of the like tables there, and it just shakes the pans that are in there. So it's like... And everyone stopped and like pauses mid-walk. Mid I can imagine like... Uh, one person on one foot with one leg in the air about to step, but they don't, so they're frozen. And you all listen to see if you hear anything. Like you all to roll a perception check here to see if you notice if anyone heard you. Okay, that's a 14 with my great modifier of minus one. I have a 15 with a... Yeah, 15. Oh my gosh, I also got a 15. Man, you guys twinning. The power of twins. 25. What? Noise. I rolled a 17 and my modifier is plus 8. 14 plus 4. My modifier is plus 6. You all are listening very intently to the noises that are happening in this mansion. And you start to hear creaking of steps, of the Run. steps that are to your, we'll say it's to your left side. So ahead of you is the hallway that leads straight to the big metal door. And to the left is a slight corner that uh, leads up to stairs. And you hear the creaking of the steps. I'm glad you haven't smiled yet. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, you made the DM smile. <laughs> Jinxed us. <laughs> I've been smiling Guys, this whole time. Guys, we should probably run. Guys, run to the basement. We should just run. It's in there. Okay, run into the basement. Okay. Let's go. <laughs> Quick. We either deal with Perrin or Butler, or we deal with the basement, which we're going to go basement. to anyways. Let's just run to the okay, basement. Okay, I'll carry All you. All right. And Perrin just grabs Allison, puts her on her back, and dashes off to the basement. <laughs> <laughs> so you all make a mad dash to the basement. Now, Rosie also is kind of 
freaked out a little bit because she doesn't want to go down there, but she also doesn't know who's walking down the steps. So you all rush to the basement, and as you get closer to the door, there is something on the floor there. I look at it. We all... You look at it, and you notice that it is a stuffed teddy bear that is black with a red tummy and red it's ears. It's Rosie's brother. It has to be a scream. Allison. Her brother was murdered! <gasps> no! <laughs> and the door is slightly ajar. You monster! No! The door starts talking. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. When is a door no longer a door? When it's a mimic. So Allison um picks up... The door is a mimic. Oh, no. So Allison picks up the teddy bear and looks at the party. We should probably put this in someone's I bag. Bag. So when we find him, we can com- comfort him. I have him. a unicorn book backpack. Sasha just picks it up. With her wand, like, her wand just holds it. Galaxy actually wants to take it and put it in her unicorn butt backpack. Yes, it has all my other stuffies and blankets and my pajamas in there. (laughs) And also some snacks, but... It's a bag of holding, isn't (laughs) it? Your six-year-old Oreos? Yeah, it's a bag of holding. (laughs) I got a lot of stuff. I like, a doorknob in my backpack, so... After Galaxy puts the stuff animal in the bag, Allison just kicks the door open and says, Okay, I'm ready to adventure, and I'm hoping nothing goes wrong. And Sasha just comes behind her and says, Everything will totally be okay. Totally. We're all gonna die today. You're gonna push her down the steps. I I thought she was gonna do that too. (laughs) I know, me too. (laughs) Long live the king. (laughs) (laughs) So Allison goes up to the door and pulls the door open. It's it's a very heavy door, so you're going to need a roll of strength check. Oh, this was a mistake. <laughs> wow, a three. <laughs> I'm going to break something. So you, you grab the door and you end up like losing your grip and just fall back into Sasha, who is behind you. Oof. Hello. <laughs> Does anyone else want to go and try to open the door? Now you guys can all together... Try and grab it and just... I'm going to check it and see if it's locked. (laughs) You want to try and check? Okay. Well, it it is slightly open. Okay, then I'm just going to... It is slightly open. Imagine if it was was still locked when it was open. Try not to break it because I might... I'm a dragon one, so... So roll a strength check. Allison's just going to fall down the stairs uh at this, right? That's a 22. Okay. So the dragonborn just kind of like spits at both hands, determination, shakes them off, and then grabs the Aye. metal door and pulls it right open, uh, almost like nothing. As Sasha and Allison are getting up from being uh, hit together, <laughs> I think Allison's just the clumsy one out of the group. Let's go, uh, maybe. You never know. Allison's probably <laughs> just gonna go down the stairs and just fall, and it's just gonna turn to a Scooby Doo episode. I'm just the hungry one. I didn't ask for snacks. You're always hungry. This is, like, spooky style, so there could probably be spooky okay. style stuff. So. I think you missed the date. It's not Halloween anymore. Uh, I know. <laughs> Let's go downstairs. It's Let's always go downstairs. Halloween. It's so, always Halloween in my house. <laughs> something that you ladies don't know about me is I actually work at a haunted attraction every October. And I've been working there for the past eight years, and I love to scare people. So, I'm sorry if I scare you, but I'm pretty laxed with 
scary. Like, it's not going to be too scary. I'm a scaredy cat. But I just, I always, it's always Halloween, so can't say that. <laughs> Let's go down So, Yep, so the metal door is open by the big dragonborn, open all the way. And you look down the stairs, and there are some torches along the one wall uh, that are lighting up the doorway, or the stairs down to lead down to the basement. Allison grabs one of the torches just in case. Sasha casts light on a pebble and hands it to well, you. There you go. You could do that I or um, Allison, you could even grab one of the torches off the wall. I'm grabbing the torch because I don't want to Oh, wait, I have a lamp. What am I doing? Or you could do that. I have a spell dancing lights that I could cast. Sam, you want to dance lights? So hold off on that. I'm going to have you prepare that spell for when the room gets a little bit bigger. Okay. Wait, I also have that spell. <laughs> It's just a small hallway that you guys are in right now that's steps leading down. And it actually kind of curves off maybe 20 feet or so. So you're not sure what direction or how far the steps go down. Let's go over there so and destroy Who's going to be walking first? Rosie is actually behind everyone, shaking slightly as she's looking behind her, looking back towards the steps and whispering, hurry, hurry. <sighs> You okay? I'm sorry. I have my chat open and someone says something really funny. You would not believe your oh. eyes of 10 million dancing lights. Yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> nice. That was me. Beautiful. Sorry, that made me laugh. Good. Allison goes down, like, yeah. who wants to sort of wants to go down first, but knowing her record with almost tripping over two things now, make sure that she doesn't fall. I also go down, and once we get to main room, the main room, I'm going to cast Dancing Lights. So, first Allison takes a step, then Mimi goes next, and then I guess you're kind of all just kind of going. Rosie's in the back, still looking behind her uh, down the hall, and as she is the last one towards the door. She slowly starts to close the door behind her, but not all the way, just so that they're hidden, um, so, so that you guys are hidden in case anything um, were to look down the hallway. They wouldn't see you. Sasha, you're, you okay since you're claustrophobic? Oh, I lied or, about that. That was yeah. just so or, that they, we didn't, they didn't murder us in the room. Yeah, I figured. I figured. That was a good idea. Oh, so, you, so you're not claustrophobic? She scratches you. <laughs> <laughs> Like, not to do any damage, just to annoy you and make it, like, hurt a little. <laughs> worth it. That's funny. <laughs> totally worth it. So, you guys are walking down the steps. I can't believe you would do this right meow. This is becoming another oh, story wow. of the Halloween. I can't believe yes. this. This is impossible. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. These aren't really sharp puns. Okay, this is what we're doing, apparently. <laughs> You gotta be nope. kitten me here. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, oh I okay. am kitten you. So you guys are walking down the stairs and <laughs> turning the corner after the 20 feet or so. And the room opens up into a bigger area. It is like any kind of stoned basement. The walls have cinder blocks, basically, that this foundation was made on and it's very big it is one open area though so once you go down the steps you're actually on one end of it and you can see almost the entire expanse uh, like size of the mansion there are old antique things down there there's chests the tables and chairs there's boxes uh filled with stuff 
there's just like things all over the place. Older um, dresses kind of laying places, mirrors and maybe some wardrobes and stuff all over the place. Uh, there's no uh, method to the madness. They're just kind of, there might be something in the middle. There might be something against the wall. Uh, there's also some tapestries that are uh, like hanging along the walls and, and whatnot. But the torches, they stop at the end and then there is one torch that's all the way down at the end that you see besides the torches that are behind you now up the steps. Okay? So that's what you guys see. Can we make sure if there's like that any like different rooms? Because um, Allison's going to try calling, um, I hope I'm pronouncing this right, Narder? Is that, is that Rosie's brother name? Narder. She yep. tries calling his name and if he doesn't respond, she's going to try to look for um, any like hidden door somewhere or I just messed up somehow. That's fine. So Allison, you call out Narder as you're kind of walking into the room. Now it is just, it's a big room. It's the size of the mansion, Um, but you can see everything. You can see wall to wall to wall. So you can see all four corners, but at the very end of the room, like all the way down at the end, there is a torch that is lit along the wall. And on that wall um, next to the torch is a sheet that is covering something. It looks like it's slightly moved and something glistens in the corner. Allison is going to go up and um, investigate it to see what it is. Okay. So Allison goes straight all the way back to that one wall where the torch is. And you look at the blanket that's covering this picture, this something on the wall that had shined. You pull at the curtain, and as you pull it off, it shows a big mirror that is staring back at you. Well, you're staring at it. My reflection, so. Who I am, sorry. I just had flashbacks to Mulan. Who I am, though I try when we... Oh, great. There's a Disney princess in our group. Uh, Bye. Well, you're a very good singer. Oh, thanks. Yes, you're welcome. You pulled the uh, curtain off, and you're looking at this mirror now. It's big. It's shining almost. Like the uh, torch that's next to it. Next to it is kind of um, making weird streaks in the mirror as it looks like it's almost rippling in light. Hey. I don't think mirrors are supposed to do that or I'm blind. <laughs> or roll a either knowledge arcana or investigation check, please, Allison. Or it's another Disney thing from I Snow White and Seven Dwarfs. Just in a game which had a mirror that did that, so I'm pretty used to this kind of stuff. Yep. Hey. 24. Nice. nice. For which role? Um, I did Arcana. Is that what it's called? Arcana. Okay. Yep, Arcana, Arcana, whichever you'd like. So you stare intently at this mirror and you notice that it is a magic mirror and it actually is some type of doorway to something you're not sure. So if it's a doorway, can we like go in it through like a portal or do you open it if it's a doorway of a magic mirror? Because I've not dealt with it. Well, you're looking at it and it, it doesn't get off the wall or like if you were to 
go around and have your head against the wall to kind of look behind the mirror. You could lift it up and it's just a wall behind it. I find this quite funny because there's actually a horror movie called The Shining. Oh, wait. I haven't seen it. Don't spoil. I haven't seen it either, but I know (laughs) of it. So No. My mind is... It it takes all things. Pera or Mimi... Or Galaxy, are you guys doing anything in this room? I'm just standing there looking, watching. I'm going in. Watching the mirror. I'm just munching on some, like, chips. You, so you go just m- closer to the yeah. mirror? Just, just headbutt it. I'm going to try and walk into it. You just try to walk right into it's it. This is going to turn you <laughs> Walk straight towards it, and <laughs> you end it. up, like, I guess it would kind of be your foot that touches it first. And you just touch it, and it kind of stops you, and you, like, face plan a little bit onto it. Sam and Brody, what are you guys doing? I'm just standing, looking, watching. I'm munching on some chips and just, like, kind of into a ball and just, like, what's happening? <laughs> so you're ready to see if something yeah. happens, like, movie-wise. Um, oh, what's happening next? I walk over to Allison and ask why she's face planting her head into the mirror. That was Para. So you asked Para why she's planting her oh, face sorry. in the mirror? I thought it was Allison. Sorry. I mean, it'd be more comedically funny if it was Allison, but hey, look at this. <laughs> hey, we've claimed her. We've claimed Allison as the clumsy one, right? Yes. Yeah. And Sasha, what are you doing? She just plopped down eventually and just started, like, fiddling with her wand. And then Para f- face planted and decided, oh, well time to get up and just starts walking We're over. just going to sleep. Sleepwalk. So you walk over towards the mirror a little bit closer? I'm not touching it, though. Like, <laughs> don't do that. Then I try touching the mirror. Okay, so um, Mimi goes to touch the mirror and same thing, her hand just touches it. Sasha, I would like you to roll a perception. Alright. We have a natural 20. The power of friendship! Alright. So, you roll that natural 20, and you notice that Rosie is next to you, staring very intently at the mirror, and she starts to walk towards it, and she passes you, and instantly puts her hand out, and gets sucked into it. And Rosie has disappeared. I go and touch it again. You go and touch it again, and you do not go through it. Hey, Rosie just went through the mirror. That's what I was trying to do. Hmm. (laughs) All right, I guess Sasha just decides, I guess it's time. There should be a room beyond here, yes? Does any of you guys have, like, a teleporting spell or something? I have a semi-kind of thing like that. I have this spell called Rope Trick, which essentially allows you to have a rope and then a room and then a rope. So you can bypass, like, walls and stuff. So go through the mirror then. But then you just come back on the other side of the mirror. I think a rope would actually only be able to be used with rooms that are actually connected. And this magic mirror oh, leads wow. to something that... Ah, okay. Oh! Kara is going to stare intensely at the mirror and wait for something to happen. We left off with the mirror in front of you. And there is one torch next to you. Rosie just walked right into it, and then everyone else tried to touch it or go through it, and you could not. So, does anyone want to try anything to the mirror or roll anything? I walk up to the mirror, and I say, mirror, mirror on the wall, who is the fairest one of all? 
<laughs> just randomly. And the mirror glimmers and just focuses on you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing happens. Allison goes up to it and is tempted and tries to see if she can break it to see it. Well, you know, not break it because she already typically knows that there's nothing on the other side. But well, you might not return then if you bring yeah. it also. But wait, if the spell for the rope wouldn't work since no, the room's not right by each other, could we try to go to that um, one room where the shutters were? You could try to go up there, yeah. You guys want to leave I the basement? I assume that's where the teleport is because I don't think a magical mirror could teleport you any yeah, further. not far. Unless it's in sure? a realm really close. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't smile. Turn into the butler. Wait, well. don't. <laughs> okay. Sure. Black butler, wait. You guys yes. want to go upstairs? Check the third floor? This is fun. Yeah? So you leave this mirror, and it's it's still doing its shining thing that it was. And you walk back up the steps. There's still the torches along the stairs. You have to... Almost jump over some of the uh, things that are around, though, like the the antique chests and tables and chairs and whatnot. But you all make it to the steps fine, and you go up to the steel door, and Who's tankiest? I feel like this is going to be a trap. Who went up first? We all know Admiral Akbar. You want to try to open the door? Yes. Give me a strength check. Who wants to spare their life? 15. You are able to turn the handle of the door, but as you go to slam on the door, it slightly budges um, just a little bit off the track, uh, but does not open more than that. Do I fall on my face? <laughs> no, you do not. Okay. We need someone stronger, so Allison tries to move out of the way since uh, she does. Oh, oh, I can try. Okay. And Tara is going to try and kick down the door. Would that be strength or athletics? That would be strength. Unless you want to do like a kick off the wall and then door. That is a 14. Do you want to try that? Okay. Acrobatics? That would be a 17. So you do this weird flip thing up the steps wall and then hit onto the door just right to where it pushes open just enough for you guys to get through. So How heavy is this door? It's very heavy. Is it metal like the other one? This is the, the door that you guys first went through to get to... Um, the basement. Now we gotta go through a maze of a house. <laughs> I try to kick it open. Okay, so Para already pushed open the door just enough for you guys oh. to walk through. I'll just walk through. Okay, it. so you walk through, and as you get into the hallway towards the kitchen, you see that the kitchen light is on, and there are noises coming from the kitchen. <laughs> you guys, I think someone's in the kitchen eating my food. That is written my name <laughs> You hear humming. That's probably the mom. We should see if there's another way. What's next on the menu? <laughs> so <laughs> Sasha just barges into the kitchen, tummy growling, and yells to whoever's in there, feed me too. <laughs> I said, what's next on the menu? I'm hungry. What's next on the menu? So Rundira, the dwarven Nanny startles a little bit. Oh, and she turns around. Oh, you, what are you doing here? I want milk and cookies. We were hungry. Oh, milk and cookies. Well, I have some for you. Wait. And she fluffs up her beard and she goes over to the 
fridge, pulls out a, a glass of milk, and then some cookies that were uh, sitting in some type of like um, container so that they didn't become stale. Because that would be really hilarious. Wait, are you Sasha Claus? <laughs> oh, my <laughs> <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> she sees you when you're sleeping, <laughs> though she's normally sleeping a lot. <laughs> she totally she knows when you're awake. All right. Can I have some chips and salsa, please? Oh, yeah, sure. She goes and grabs uh, chips and salsa from the cabinet and gives it to you. Is there anything else? Sasha grabs a bowl from somewhere and just starts pouring the milk from the glass into a bowl. And then just starts lapping it. Did you know that Rosie went in the mirror from downstairs? We're not actually. Never mind. Never mind. Me? Never mind. Yes. Never mind. No, no. I, just, I Rosie no, is um, in I, the mirror. I, I, that was in my dream. That was in my dream. Rosie got stuck. Her head got yeah. stuck in a mirror, right? You were telling. Yeah, I was telling you guys about my dream. Yeah, your and weird then, dream. Um, she came out and she had um and um she looked beautiful. She turned into a unicorn. Your dream now happens. Take no, a picture. All right. Ever. <laughs> so you guys are in the kitchen. You're getting some food. Sasha actually just took a bowl and poured some milk in it and started licking from it. Yes. Okay. <laughs> just like a cat. Just like a cat would, you know? Lucia, are you doing anything with your character? I'm still staring very, very intently at the mirror. Okay, so you're actually still in the basement and everyone else is in the kitchen. Yeah. Okay. You just keep really staring at this mirror. And all that you see is just, like, the weird light ripples that are coming from the torch that is next to it. So it's making like streams of light, but it's like flickering off your face and also on the mirror and, and making weird. Um, and it's not very weird. It's actually pretty. Try and grab the torch. Okay. You grab the torch. You can't pull the torch off, but it moves and makes a click sound. Oh, no. And the mirror actually starts to ripple more. So it looks like it's a almost like a pool of water that's rippling. On the wall. Horizontal. So, I mean, vertical. Uh, on the wall. Hey, hey, guys, come down here. Something weird happened. <laughs> just a minute. Just runs sure. down and we spills to, her milk. I have to finish my chips and salsa. Allison just bolts down and tries to get the door open with all her might because the door, isn't the door technically closed-ish? It's closed-ish, but it has enough space for you to move through, like, the side. Mimi helps um, Allison. Mimi helps Allison move the door. Okay, so you open the door a little bit bigger so that you could just walk perfectly fine through it. And while wa- running down, Allison grabs out sneaker snack just in case. Okay. <laughs> so Allison pulls out her sword and uh, is Galaxy, Mimi, and Sasha. Are you guys following her? No, I said I was helping her open the door. No, nope. right. I'm still finishing my chips and salsa. Sasha, like, runs down and spills her milk on the floor. Oh, no. um, I was already helping Allison open the door, so I'm going to just follow her. So you actually helped her open the door a little bit, and you follow her right down the basement. And Galaxy, you're just still munching along on the counter? Yeah, I'm just sitting on the floor. Okay. Um, as everyone else goes down to the basement, you guys all go to the mirror. But Galaxy, as you're sitting there on the floor in the kitchen, you hear Rundira. She's humming to herself. 
and you start to feel a little like sick in your stomach and you also kind of almost feel like you would actually possibly fall asleep but you shake it off because you're an elf true and she probably doesn't realize yeah could i scream quickly but i'm not actually gonna scream roll a perception check i got a 22 22. You look back towards uh, Rundira, who is just minding her own business toward near the counter, but you feel this weird magic almost, or like this weird aura kind of coming off of her. And uh, she starts to hum again, but the humming, it actually doesn't sound like humming to you anymore almost sounds as if it's growling. I kind of scream a little, like, ooh, because I'm terrified. Okay. Do you run right down to the basement where everyone else is? I just, I'm so terrified that I can't really move. I'm like... Rundira turns to you, and now, at this time, I would like everyone else that's down in the basement to roll a perception to see if you heard Galaxy scream. I got a 10. Nat 20. The power I got a ten. Of friendship. I'm gonna remove this, this one and replace it with like a twenty. We're gonna twenty. Nice twenty, but not nat. We're gonna. We're. This is like a Guinness World Record for the most natural twenties rolled in any you game. You guys have rolled a lot of natural twenties. I have this natural twenty that I rolled for my thing, so I replace my perception check. Roll. Perfect. So even though. Petra was the one that opened the mirror that made it all ripply. She does hear a scream that came up from upstairs, and Sasha, uh, your ears point up, and you also hear this scream. Your milk kind of sloshes. So, like... Yeah. <laughs> Allison and Mimi, you guys are... Um, what did you roll? I got a 10. Mimi got a 10. Allison, what did you get? I have a 20, but it's not a natural 20. Okay, so you also heard the scream. Mimi, you're looking at this mirror because it, it looks really pretty now. It's it's rippling like water, and it's glowing with the um, light of the fire next to it. It's very pretty. Uh, so you three, you heard the scream, and it sounded like Galaxy upstairs. So Allison comes to a halt while running down the stairs and then runs back up the stairs and mumbles, Wow, I'm getting my workout for the summer. There you go. (laughs) As Allison is the first to make it up the stairs, she goes into the kitchen and... Galaxy, can you roll a opposing strength check? So either whichever is higher, your athletics check or your acrobatics check. One of those. Because you are being grappled right now. I'll do my acrobatics check. Okay, so 15. No, you'll do it once. Uh, That'll be the initial to see if you were grappled, and you were. So Rundira actually grabbed you around the shoulders so that your arms are kind of pinned against you, and you're hearing, like, a weird growling noise coming from her as she's just kind of, like, chuckling a little bit. (laughs) And that is what you come in to see, Allison. Allison gets her dagger out and put snickersnack in an area that she could still use it but not use it right now and tries to throw a dagger at dia's um like arms i need you to roll a uh, ranged attack please 22 
Okay, you hit. Now I want you to roll for damage for the dagger. I got a seven. Great, nice. You throw that dagger and it hits Rundira in the shoulder and she actually loses her grip on Galaxy. And she starts to change. She's not a dwarf. She's actually a... Changeling! <laughs> she is actually a big, fuzzy bugbear. Oh, oh my... Oh, she smells disgusting! I thought you were going to say that she was actually Squeak McSqueakerson. <laughs> nope, she's a bugbear, and she starts to growl and yell. And then I would like everyone to roll up initiative and i'm assuming that you three down in the basement you're already heading up the stairs right yes uh-huh. sasha Petra, and mimi so initiative yes everyone roll your initiative please and wow. tell me mimi eight galaxy 15 Petra 17 because for some reason i have a plus five initiative modifier it's a weird class thing Allison, 21. Wow. And Sasha. 23. Ooh, high rolling. So uh, Sasha rushes up the steps. Now, Allison, the reason you were able to throw that dagger was because you had kind of like a surprise round. She wasn't expecting anyone else to come back up. So you were able to hit her with your dagger. And then I guess you take out your other sword as a free action just so you have it in your hand. And now Sasha... Just feline cat runs up the stairs and is ready to pounce. And it is your turn. You're the first initiative. You can attack this used-to-be dwarf bugbear. All right. So roll your attack. Chromatic orb! Nice. Is that a ranged spell or does it just hit? I believe it's ranged, but I believe I should be close enough. Yes, yeah, you're close enough. Are you choosing acid, cold, fire, lightning, poison, or thunder? I'll go fire. Okay, I need you to make a ranged attack, so roll a d20 and then add your spell attack to it. 16. Okay, that is a hit. So what's your d8 damage? I got 8. Nice. So 12 plus 8 is 20. So you hit this bugbear with a chromatic ball of fire. Actually, I uh, there's a word to activate it, and I there's like words to activate it, and I want to say Sam. Them. Fury of the igneous spirit. Nice. nice. And this flaming ball shoots straight to the bugbear and hits for a nice 20 damage. Bugbear's still standing and makes a loud growl. Gets all big with its hands up. And it is now Allison's turn. You are ready. You threw that dagger and you have your sword out, ready to go. I was giving inspiration to Michia. Hera, do the thing. So inspiration, is that a... It's a D8. Added onto her roll, and she can choose either attack or damage. Yes. We'll go with that. (laughs) Would that be a main action or... You use that as a bonus action so you can still attack. Okay, so I'm going to use Snickersnack to hit the bugbear. All right, so roll that attack, please, to see if you hit. Oh my gosh, critical fail on a natural one. Oh no. So you go up to hit the bugbear, but you forgot that Galaxy was actually kind of on the floor because she was dropped by the bugbear. I'm going to trip over Galaxy. You trip over Galaxy and your sword snickersnack actually slides off to the side. Ice cream cake. 
All right, now it is Peta's turn. Okay, do the thing, just do the thing. This person is doomed. Mira runs up the stairs and she is whipping out her rapier and she's going to stab him. That is a modified 20. All right, so you hit roll for that damage, please. Do you need me to help? Okay, this person is doomed. (laughs) This is another crazy class thing. Oh, yeah, all that sneak attack. The really crazy thing about this class is that I can do sneak attack even if another person isn't there. Yep. So Rogues are boss. Rogues are so good. That's 17 points. Nice. And then if she takes her inspiration, I think she rolls a D. Roll an additional <laughs> D8 to add on top. Guys, this is really unbearable. Oh, okay. Ta- Man, now you're going back to the terrible. If I use the inspiration, would it add damage or would it just give me a bonus for hitting? Right now, as uh, I'm just taking it uh, and saying that that inspiration that she gave you, you can either use as a roll. Um, so if you want to use it on your next roll to make sure you hit, you can do that and hold it off. Or you can also use it for damage. So you can add it onto this damage. I think I'll use it for extra damage right now. And that's 17 plus 8. That's 25. I swear, this is really bugging me. <sighs> oh, we're all in the now. This is great. There's been a lot of damage dealt to this bugbear. It actually is starting to look like it is hurt and uh, goes down kind of in a crouched position and, and growls even darker. Now it is Galaxy's turn. Now you were on the ground, so you do have to take your move action to get up, but you can still use your attack action. Okay, so uh, I'm going to get up. Just pushes Allison off of her. <laughs> For this, this might really help. I don't know if it will. This is called Banishment. It's a level oh. four spell. Oh, wow. I'm going to banish. Banishment. You attempt to send one creature that you see within range to another place of existence. The target must succeed on a charisma saving throw or be banished. All right, so what is your spell DC? So what number do I have to beat in order to not be Um, banished? 16. Oh, that's high. Let's see. She rolled a two. So she's banished. The target remains there. The target is incapacitated. The target remains there until the spell ends, at which point the target reappears in the space it left or in the nearest unoccupied space, if that space is occupied. Okay, this target, this bugbear, Galaxy, was really mad that she got scared by this dwarf bugbear wannabe thing. And (laughs) she stands up, And just, do you want to say anything for your spell? Just banish. I banish you, right? Yeah. (laughs) Be gone. You shall not pass. So, and this bugbear just disappears. It's gone. Now that spell lasts up to one minute. And the caster, Galaxy, knows this. So, Galaxy, if you want to rush the players back down to the basement to get into the mirror, this is the time to do so. Yeah, I was kind of thinking that. Guys, come on, move to the basement. Let's run. Okay, everybody, go to the basement. Let's go, let's go, let's go. go. Try going into the mirror or something. Okay, so everyone's going down to the basement? Yep. Yep. Allison would be the last one getting up. (laughs) So, yeah, I forgot. Allison fell. So Allison's scrambling to get to her feet and grab Snickersnack and also the dagger is 
gone. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Because the dagger was in the bugbear and it has disappeared. The dagger's gone. And you all rush down to the basement. The door is still open. You go down and you see the mirror is still doing that rippling motion. The torch is still bent forward as if uh, you were to like pull it down. So you guys are in front of the mirror and it is rippling. Except for me. Where are you? I'm upstairs. The upstairs still because I have to keep place, I believe. I don't know. Oh, for your spell? I don't know. I don't think you have to. I don't believe you have to. I'm pretty sure you can leave from the spell, from the vicinity of the spell. It has a range of 60 feet. So I would say once you get down to the basement, if you do want to leave it, then the bugbear would just appear. So I probably should Back stay. where it was. You can stay there, but it's only a minute. Now, if you were to leave, the bugbear may not be able to get through the door, or you could just leave the bugbear up there and deal with it later. Or do you want to be there to end the bugbear? I think I want to end the bugbear. Yeah. You're at the mirror. Uh, what do you guys want to do? I try jumping through it. Don't mean Allison. I'm going to jump through it. Allison's going to wait and watch what, see what happens if... What happens when everybody else does it? Mimi, because she likes to act like a bunny, right? She hops right through the mirror and goes straight through it. Oh. You have to jump. Para, you put your hand in it and your hand goes through it. I follow my hand into it. All right, you follow your hand and continue. Now it leaves Sasha and Allison out in the basement. Oh, yeah, splitting the party here. Allison looks at Sasha and goes, ladies first, even though they're both girls. Cats first. All right, Sasha, what are you doing? Just prances on in there. Okay, you just do like a little hop and prance on in there. Now, Allison, you are left in the basement. And Galaxy, you're upstairs. Did you want to stay to finish off the bugbear? Uh, no, I want to go down because if I... Okay, so you, you make sure that the door is closed behind you and you rush down the stairs back and you see Allison. And Allison's the only one in front of the mirror. Where did everybody go? They went through the mirror. So it actually works now? Yes. I think we should hurry up, though. Yeah, let's go. (laughs) Allison takes a full-on run at it and just goes, yeet, and then just goes through the mirror. Yeet? Yes. So Allison goes right on through. Now that leaves Galaxy. Yep. I just do this little frolic into it. So you frolic hop kind of thing into it? Yeah. So now you are all in this mirror, and it's actually very cold here. Uh, it's almost like it's an ice uh, place. And as you're looking around, there's snow and just walls of ice around you. And it's just a small room. Straight ahead, there are uh, three figures, a very uh, a slightly taller figure, a uh Kind of smaller figure, and then a figure that you all well know, Rosie. Wait, is it like dark? It is dark, but the ice is kind of almost glowing to where you're able to see. Okay. But it's very cold here. It's as soon as you breathe or talk, you see your breath. Okay, so no one cast any fire spells because it's going to melt the whole place down. Dang it. Oh man, I really wanted to breathe some fire. It's cold down here. Everyone <laughs> <laughs> just does the exact opposite. Fire. Well, <laughs> all right. So, what do you guys want to do? I walk some more and I shout, "Rosie, where are you?" That's Rosie so turns around and looks to you and has kind of a shocked, almost slightly scared expression, and says, "My, 
My father, he's, he's in the ice. And she looks back. And you see the other figures that are standing with her. One is her brother, Narder. And the other is a taller female that you have not seen before. Her mother. But she does look like Rosie. Probably her mother. No, it's Rosie's mom. Yeah. Also, not to forget, I believe, Galaxy, you have a teddy bear. Yes, I do. We should Galaxy probably... does have a teddy bear in her yeah, uh, butt unicorn butt pack. Butt <laughs> I pull it out. Probably give that to a little Narder. Yeah. Galaxy reaches into her unicorn butt backpack and uh, walks the teddy bear over to Narder, which is closer to the wall of ice that is standing in front of everyone. And she uh, gives Narder the teddy bear who looks up to her and actually snuggles the bear and her leg at the same time and says thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. You are welcome. Rosie is still staring at this block of ice that has, it's it's kind of clouded, so it's hard to see inside. And the taller woman is also standing there with her hand against the ice. Do you want me to, want me to melt it? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Allison legit just said, no one cast any fire spells, we're going to melt it. And two minutes later, <laughs> we're like, oh wait, we're probably going to have to melt the ice. Ineth, who is Rosie's mother, is staring at this ice with her hand on the wall and starts just whispering and muttering to herself. I I thought you left me. You, you've been trapped here the whole time. Why would you do this? Sasha just walks over and just starts burning the ice. Okay, do you have a fire spell? I have firebolt. Okay, so you just prance right over to the wall of ice. Do you warn the three that are in front of it? Oh yeah, I'm like... Back away if you want your dad to be safe. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like a hostage situation. (laughs) So you whip them back with your hand (laughs) and you tell them to go back and they they start backing up a little bit. The mother grabs Narder and kind of cradles him to her because he left uh, Galaxy's leg. They start backing up a little bit, staring at you in kind of a questioning gaze. They're not sure what you're going to do. And then you cast Firebolt. Do you say anything when you cast this spell? Igneous Flame! So some fire goes and hits this wall and uh, does some damage. It melts the wall a little bit to where a hand is now kind of sticking out. And at this point, if you are going to cast anything, I would be careful. Do you want me to cast Fireball? Here is like, here, I'll I'm help. coming like a Wow, that's a great icebreaker there. Para is a golden dragonborn, so she has fire breath. Well, I was wondering, would it be a good idea to cast fireball? Lucia, your uh, Para has fire breath, right? Birdie, did you guys have something that you wanted to try? No, um, I was asking, would a fireball do too much damage? (sighs) Fireball. (laughs) Definitely. I mean, flaming sphere. Because I'm like, I believe fire. Flaming spear. So flaming spear would be a little bit different because you would have a weapon um, that you could possibly put close to the ice or kind of chip away at the ice that would melt it and kind of break it at the same time. So that would probably be a little bit safer than just casting a big fireball at it. Same thing with just spewing a big ball or a big cone of fire. That may be 
harmful. I'm doing it in like small bursts. I'm not doing it like all at once and killing everybody. I would need you to roll concentration. So basically you are going to roll a d20 and you can add perception to it. So basically, you're going to roll a perception check, I'll say. And that way, you can still be aware of what you're melting and what you're not melting so that you're careful with it. But you have to roll them. I think I'm going to kill this guy because I have a horrible wisdom modifier. I think I'm going to need some assistance. That's a two. Oh, ouch. Can, Can somebody assist me on this? Your first spew of fire out of your mouth melts parts of the wall but also hits some body parts that are coming out of the wall as well a hand is starting to burn and you smell the slight smell of burnt flesh I'm like, oh no. You. And I'm trying to snuff it out. Oh my gosh. So you try to grab some snow and like pack it on the hand. Exactly. <laughs> that is exactly what I was going to do. Sasha, Mimi, or Allison, do you want to try anything? I'm going to cure wounds on him because I don't think that snow is going to do much. Okay. So you cure wounds, and he's cured. I have to roll for that one. Yep. How many... What level are you doing it at? Uh, first level. Okay, so it's going to be 2d8 plus your spell modifier. 14. So that heals him a lot. It actually heals part of the skin there as well. So it's not burning, and you don't smell the burnt flesh anymore. Okay. Now... Galaxy, Mimi, Sasha, is there anything you want to try to do to the ice? There's nothing really that would be helpful I could do. Okay. Sasha? I'm just trying to figure out what the best course of action would be. I got something. Yeah, I have nothing. Galaxy. So, is Rosie's dad, is he unfrozen? So, you see the hand, and actually part of the leg is actually coming out of the ice wall now because of the flames that have already been hit onto the ice. And they're moving. They they definitely look discolored. So once he's out of the ice, he'll definitely have to be taken care of right away. Um, I use my mage hand and I poke his um arm to see if he might be alive right now. You poke. I need you to roll a perception as well. And depending on your perception roll, it depends on what you see. I believe this is a, a twenty. Unnatural 20. So you do see, as you your mage hand pokes the arm, the fingers twitch slightly. Okay. I have something that I could do, but I don't think it would be that helpful. I mean, I have a torch that maybe I could, uh, like, start melting the ice. and want If it is close to his body, I could, like, blow it out then. Okay. All right. So you can try to start doing that. Now, Allison, what is your idea? I have the spell spell called heat metal and I'm going to get snickersnack and try to carve more of a way and heat snickersnack up to try to get rid of the ice more. Those are both great plans. So I want you guys both to do that and we're going to take a like 20. So both of your characters take their time to try and melt the ice as Sasha, Galaxy, and Pera are comforting Rosie and her brother and also her mother. I have a question. What's up, Pera? I'm gonna like stop breathing fire because I'm a horrible shot with fire okay. breath, but I don't really have that many sharp things, but do you think I could pick away at the ice with something more blunt? 
Because the, yeah. the hardest thing I have is a pair of manacles. <laughs> I'm not sure if I was going to use those. I mean, you could try. Like, you just have it in your hand and you're just chipping away at some <laughs> pieces of it. Wait, am I rolling or no? No, you don't have okay. to roll. I was, I was confused for a moment. Yeah, I mean, I, you could try to help that, um, Petra, but your character also can just maybe find some stones on the ground and pick those up as well and start chipping away at some of the ice. Okay. So most of you guys are are helping each other get this ice. Now, eventually, you do succeed in getting her father's body out of this ice. Now, it's very cold and whatnot. Now, Cure Wounds was already cast on him. Um, does anyone want to do a medicine check to see? Does anyone know Anime Dead? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I mean, I have another Cure Runes, but that's, I think, a first level. I don't know. I have nothing that would heal, I don't think. That's okay. I have a tiny hood I uh, could use to make uh, it more warm. I, I guess I could do a medicine. Okay. Galaxy has a hood that she pulls out of her unicorn butt bag. Hut. It's a hut. So I could, he could go into the hut oh, and get hut. warm. Sure, if you want to do that. Or you can all try to get him out of the mirror spot and bring everyone back into the basement to see if like it would a be a teleporting level. spell. And plus the bugbear is still there. So either the we should have still there. two people, either a person stay here, try to heal him, and then the rest of the gang to try to get the um, bugbear down. Robin, what's there. up? I wanted to uh, heat up a, a pebble or like a medium-ish sized rock with light and start like kind of warming the ice up to be picked. Okay, so uh, you were able to do that while everyone was also doing the same kind of thing to pick the ice. Now we have her father out now, and he needs to be checked on. Uh, if someone could roll a medicine check to see if um, they know what would be the best course of action. Uh, actually, who has the highest intelligence? I got an eight. It would, it would be wisdom modifier, please. I got a plus six for intelligence. I got an eight. Wait, a, a wisdom modifier or intelligence? Wisdom. Okay, so I have a plus two on wisdom. I have a plus four on wisdom. I got a plus six on wisdom, but I only got an eight. I think I think okay. you have the highest, though. But you guys can put your heads together and uh, discern that he needs to get warm somehow. So you might need to put a blanket on him or make some type of fire close by to kind of get him warm. I can put him in my stroller. You have a stroller? Yeah, I have a bunny stroller. Wow. Oh. <laughs> really is a bag of holding. For when I'm a bunny, she has How a bunny stroller. How big is stroller. his bag? <laughs> That's cool. It's, it's like Mary Poppins <laughs> where you're just like pulling out a lampshade from the bag. Do you have anything else in there? Here, I'll read you all the stuff An I have. Infinite. Oh, man, please <laughs> don't. There's we'll probably so much. So you guys end up putting him in the stroller. You make sure that you have all of your, like, comfy blankets and pillows around him so that he's warm. And you stroll him out towards the mirror. Does anyone here have a big piece of metal, like a shield or something that could cover some of his, a big part of his uh, metal? I could write it down in my backpack. What a, I don't what a wood shield, shield work. I, I have a wood manacles. shield. Um, I was, my idea is to heat that metal to try to warm him up a bit. There may be something in the basement. Wait, wait, yeah, there's stuff in the basement, though, so let's bring him to the basement and, like, try to find something. Yeah, well, weren't there giant metal doors? I have a shield. Oh! Yeah, there Just is, but rip that's... rip the metal door off! 
<gasps> yeah, um, who wants to do that? I have a doorknob. I can do it. Okay, so who can do that, but someone needs to cover her because the bugbear. Yeah, it's probably been a minute now. I'm gonna cover her. Although I think okay. I have the most HP out of any of you. Uh, yeah, I have 48. Wait, I have... Wait, uh, HP? I have 39. 56. Oh, I have 56. I have 34. We're tied. Nice. Now, you guys are all in the basement, and once you leave the mirror, it's actually eerily quiet in the basement. Yo, and where's the that torch that was on the wall is out. So the basement is pitch black. I cast Dancing Light. <laughs> and dancing lights is cast and in front of you stands the hurt and beaten bugbear oh no all right ah. all right let's finish this punk off hey i get my dagger back now yeah <laughs> the dagger's still in its shoulder can I try and knock this dude out? I'm going to take it back to the initiative that I had you guys roll previously for the original attack and stuff. And the bugbear goes to attack the first person that walked out, which was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Rosie, but he misses. And now it is Sasha. Sasha goes over and it's just like, Oh, this again? Excuse me, suggestion? If we knock this person out, then we can question them. True. Because why Why are they here anyway? Yeah. Can Bugbear talk? I don't know. I, I'm pretty sure they I can. I can speak with animals. That's not an animal, I don't think. Yeah, it's, it's not a beast. It's a humanoid. Oh. Anyways. And oddly enough, they don't really look like bugs or bears. <laughs> Sasha... It is your chance. You will attack this bugbear if you'd like. Now you can decide to finish it off and just let it die and, and deal with it. Or you can choose to, at the last minute, just knock it out. Depending on what you'd hit. So roll your attack and your damage. But well, you decide and let I'm me know. I'm casting Magic Missile, oh, which nice. doesn't require it does not. an attack roll. So, uh, what's that six damage? Six damage. All right, so you dealt six damage to this bugbear. Now, magic missile does not miss. It goes directly into the center of the face of the bugbear. And the bugbear growls and just I give falls. them a bloody nose. Straight, yeah, basically. I didn't realize this was an anime. Straight backwards onto the ground. <laughs> and it's dead. One hit, one kill, apparently. Yeah. Well, the bugbear was really hurt. So you guys, you guys oh, yeah, did a lot of damage. Oh yeah, I said do the thing, and she did the thing. <laughs> she did the thing. Yeah. So this bugbear is down on the ground. It is still wait. No, there's dancing lights. Forgot there's dancing lights in here. Now the father is shivering and is still very cold. But you guys did get uh, some blankets and whatnot on him. The mother Rosie and her brother Narder are all around him, huddling together, uh, hugging him, asking him where he was and where he's been. And he kind of just sighs, and, and it's hard for him to talk. But he starts to mutter and say, I, I was forced down here by... Uh, and he gets knocked out. He actually loses consciousness. The wife and the kids are very upset 
that he's not doing well right now and they want your help to take him up to a room that he would be more comfortable in. Why don't we take him up to Rosie's room? All right. But do doesn't the parents have room? a room? They do have a room. So it might be best to take him to the parents' room. Okay. And she just picks okay. him up and has him over oh. his shoulder. <laughs> over her shoulder. <laughs> so Petta just, just grabs the dad's body and puts it over her shoulder like a sack of potatoes. <laughs> and everyone else follows up the stairs. And... She doesn't even need anyone to help her with the door. She just kicks the door open this time, and it slams against the wall with a big, loud And she's just like, turns around, where to? (laughs) And you guys um, bring him over to his room. Now everyone's in the room. He's uh, laying down, feeling a little bit better, getting warmed up, but he's still asleep and and unconscious. Uh, Rosie looks to you all. And individually looks at you again, or at least shows that she's paying attention to your general direction and says, thank you. Thank you so much. I, I thought that maybe I shouldn't have been down there, but at the same time, it, it, it was really good that I went down there. I, I don't know why my brother was down there. He must have been running from that thing that was in the basement. What was that? That was your nanny. My nanny? What? That was not Rondira. You're joking. We're telling the truth, right, everybody? No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was totally not Rondira. Oh, it my was, goodness. It wasn't even a dwarf. Uh, oh, well, unfortunately, I know I didn't get to hang out with you all very much, but I think it's time for you to go back home. Hopefully, I can see you again. We'll probably see each other soon. Okay, my father needs to rest. Next week for Shark Week. Yeah, maybe one of the next times we fall asleep. Yeah. <laughs> my father needs to rest. Thank you again. As she's saying her goodbyes, the uh, mother, Ineth, is just st- sitting by the father, um, kind of like patting his hand and giving him attention because she hasn't seen him in two years. And Narder, he actually uh, scurries up to Galaxy and holds the bear up to her and puts it in front of her and says, please take take this as thanks for holding on to it for me. Oh, now you could keep it. Are you sure? Yes. Thank you. And he gives you a hug. And Rosie shows you out and she actually just leads you uh, to the front door and uh, smiles and hopes that she'll see you again. Now, as the door is closing behind her, Everyone roll a perception. This will be the last perception and the last roll of the day. Wow, I got an eight. Eleven. Four. I really should not be rolling anything that involves wisdom. Eleven. Anything higher than eleven? Uh, yes. Twelve. Twenty-four. Whoa. I am filled with friendship. Sasha. Yeah, basically. Sasha. You are the only one that notices that the butler is standing back on the second floor by the steps and staring down at the door. So like as the door is closing behind Rosie, you see him standing like on the second floor and he's just standing there with his crouched position and his hands behind his back squinting out towards the door and the door closes. And then you guys wake up in your normal realm. But Sasha, you were the only one that saw that. Wow. Through the night 
And over the course of the next few nights, we hear random loud screams <laughs> of pain and terror. <laughs> Basically. So, uh, ladies... I think we'll end it there, okay? Thank you so much for allowing me to DM you guys. I had a lot of fun. Did you? Yeah, yeah it was, I was fun. fun. Yeah? Yes. Go I ahead. A, I actually have a hatred for the name Rose. Oh, no. <laughs> for reasons. That's my middle name. I'm atta- I'm a, I feel attacked. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you I'm for so sorry. inviting me. Yeah. yeah so before we yeah, leave, I would like so you fun. all to say again who you are, where you came from, and how people can find your podcast, okay? We'll start off with Birdie and Sam. My name is Sam. I play Mimi. I live in Minnesota, and you can find us, our podcast, on Twitter, Facebook, Dungeons and & Dragons and & Daughters, Podbean, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Snapchat, and Snapchat, not Snapchat, okay. I'm Robin. As previously spoken, I play Sasha on Tavern Tales Jr., as well DM Order of the D for Tavern Tales. Uh, You can find me on Tavern Tales Jr. and those places I just mentioned, but you can find Tavern Tales on Twitter and all Tavern Tales-related things around. (laughs) The, you search Tavern Tales and you'll find Tavern Tales Jr. and Tavern Tales. I'm Lucia and I'm from All Ages RPG. You can find us on Twitter, Snapchat, Facebook, Spotify, Stitcher, and allagesrpg.com, which is where we post most of our, most of our episodes. People can find me and technically Allison Underland on Nerdsmith Network, Spotify, iTunes, and Discord. It was great playing with you guys, and my name is Amara Steele. You can also find me at any Steel Empire um, podcast that we have, mostly on a quest for magic and steel. We're on Twitter and Facebook. Our Twitter handle is at Empire Steel. Yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed it, and I loved playing with you guys. I'm glad that I got the chance to, and hopefully we do something again in the future. Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Bye! Happy New Year! Happy New Year! Butler is so creepy. Creep, 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 creepy. That butler reminds me of Count Olaf from um, the series of Unfortunate Events. Same here. These are not the droids you're looking for. And that concludes our special episode. We hope that you've enjoyed it. And maybe you've discovered some new podcasts that you'd like to listen to, be it A Quest for Magic and Steel, Alice in Underland, Dungeons and Dragons and Daughters, and or Tavern Tales Jr. I'd like to also thank Tess and Kurt and David and Kyle, the various parents of the players, for helping coordinate this special game event. And I'd also like to thank and acknowledge Birdie and Kendall and Lucia and Robin and Samantha for being such awesome players, and a special thanks to Amara for being a great DM and for putting on the entire game. You are all superstars. Thank you. <laughs>